0: Hi everyone, this is Jen with Spill With Me, Jenny D. I have another episode today to present to you and we have Rachel. Rachel reached out to me because she would like our listeners, men, women, children, to listen to what she has going on. It's called the Whispering Force self Defense Sessions and she started about two years ago. Hi Rachel, welcome. Hi, how are you? Good, I'm so glad you're here to talk to us about what you've been doing.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me.
0: Tell us about how this started.
1: Um. So Whispering Force started from some thing that happened to me two years ago in February actually so we're pretty much almost right on the date basically it's just a scary world out there and we have to be more aware than we ever have been before I went to just a regular local store after I dropped my kids off at youth group and um, it was snowing and it was dark even though it was only 6 o'clock we know in the winter it gets dark and just never thinking about anything that can happen to you like you're just doing your day to day you know, regular jobs to keep the house hold up. And I went into the store and um, in three different places, um, there were, you know, there was some guys following me. Now in the first section, basically it was a younger character. Um, He had like longer blonde hair. uh, He had like a jean jacket on and he looked probably about I don't know, in his late 20s. And he just kind of watched me in the aisle I was in. And um, it didn't really freak me out. I remember kind of looking up and being like, what's, you know, he doesn't look like a shopper. Like, what is he doing? Right. Um, so I ignored it. So I went back to the back of the store to do my second errand. And this time he went past me again. And I could feel it. Like, my hair was kind of covering my face, but I felt like someone was staring at me, so I moved my hair behind my ear, and he was right there. And it was just like, why is he back here again? But this time, he kept walking past the outside aisle, and then another... another person was right behind him this gentleman was like in his 50s salt and pepper hair and he had like black leather jacket on with his hands in his pocket just looked much more confident you know a little scarier definitely scarier to
0: me
1: and I remember feeling a little bit shaky but I was like you know stop it you know what I mean like they're just creeping you out they're flirting in a very inappropriate way Um, so I went to the front of the store to finish up my errands and this time I was in the middle of the aisle and they took turns on both ends walking past to make me almost feel like I was caged in now during this time there was a lot going on in Pittsburgh you know we weren't in the pandemic just yet or quarantine just yet that happened a month later but the human trafficking that was going on um, there was recordings being left on women's porches so they would come out and hear someone screaming and think they needed to help Um, there was cops being called all over South side for babies crying, but there were no babies, but there was recordings. Um, So there was women being lured out and, you know, one of them was someone I knew up in Brookline and I thought, okay, you know, what's going on here is your senses are heightened. You don't want to be that. Like I talked to myself out of my fear. You don't want to be a drama queen. You're, you know, you're a mom, like you need to go home. You know what I mean? So I talked myself out of something that I knew could have been dangerous just because we do that. That, you know? So I went to self-checkout and I looked all around me and, um, they weren't there. And I thought, okay, there you go. You know, just keep on, keep on going home, whatever. So, They weren't there because they were outside waiting for me. So I got my keys out, probably only because it was winter, because I was freezing, and I don't like to be cold. So I had my keys in my hand, thank God. And um, as I'm walking to my car, no one's out. It's like a snowstorm. And um, I hear, you know, stop. Something's on your tire. I'll fix it. Stop. And I, like, froze. I turned around, and it was the younger one. Um, And he had something in his hand. I can only assume it was probably a towel you know or something to chloroform me or whatever because it just didn't look normal but for that split second I was so stunned that I couldn't even scream like my mouth was open and I was trying and I couldn't Um, I always thought that was fake when I heard that when you're really scared you can't get a noise out but it's not and um, I'm not someone who's usually that scared you know I was a single mom for a while like I just do things so when I realized that he was walking even closer When I looked back again, I saw that the other gentleman was behind him, just standing there watching the whole scenario, hands in his pocket, just like in the store. And I was shaking. I looked down at my key because it's like, it's like when you're in shock, you're not even thinking about the right thing to do. Oh, yeah. Um, But I looked down at my key and I see the red button. Thank God. It just was different than the rest of the keychain, you know, and I pressed it and my panic, uh, my panic alarm went off. And, um... I never looked back like I I could feel I felt like his breath was on me at that point. But Mm. I just jumped in the car. I don't know if he was three inches or three feet, um, but everything just felt so eerie and awful around me. So I came home and uh, I ran inside. I I drove around for a while, making sure no one was following me because I have no idea where they were. Um, But I got home when I realized I wasn't being followed and I I couldn't leave the house for like three days. Like I lied to my kids about having a migraine. I didn't want to leave the house. And, uh, about three days later, I worked at a magazine. I had a really important meeting and I said to myself, you're just going to go like, you're going to get out. So I went to this meeting completely shaky. I got through it. And when I got home, I was like, you got this. You can't do this by yourself. Like you're by yourself. You have to be okay for these kids. So I put on Facebook, um, I put out there, basically, if anyone, you know, wants to take a self-defense class with me, uh, let me know, you know, type of thing. And I put it on a mom's group because I already run an airbrush spray tanning company. So they always refer me. So I thought, well, that's a good group to put it on. They're all moms, you know? Well, right. I let it go for hours. You know, I did what I had to do with the kids. And when I came back to that message, it had 322
0: comments on it. Oh my, Rachel.
1: Yeah. I wow. was like, that doesn't usually happen. So what I did was... Um, I looked at my post again, and it basically said something different. It said, who wants to take a self-defense class with me that I am starting? Now, I was a single mom with, like, two different jobs and just trying to make— make it all work. You right. know, exactly. I would have never wrote that because I, I just don't have the time. You know, I'm not a self-defense dis- instructor like any of it. So I know it definitely came from God and I was supposed to follow that. So I started, right. I started looking at all the comments and it was like, Rachel, are you spearheading this? Rachel, are you doing this? I'm in my daughter's in. we're in, let's do this. I was like, Oh my gosh, there's such a need for this.
0: There definitely is. There definitely is a need. I mean, I didn't even think about you as women, you know, or men, or this could happen too, but when we are alone and it is dark, I do get the fear. The fear that something's going, you know. Now I'm very, I think I'm like more paranoid about things because I watch too much of those, you know, stories or you know, 2020 or anything that's on the news. I'm like, oh my gosh, this could happen to me. But right. you have given me, you know, a new light on really focusing on protecting ourselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and being aware, you know, there's a part of whispering force during the sessions where it's not just all about the technique with my instructors. It's me talking to everybody and telling them that I made a huge mistake by not being aware of my surroundings and trying to do something like have someone walk me to my car or anything that could have, you know, protected me more. My children almost didn't have a mother. You know what I
0: mean? Yes, I know what you mean.
1: And it's like, sometimes, you know, you try to be like a superwoman, but the super thing would have been to be aware and to say, I don't feel safe. So during the sessions, I'm always telling the girls and the women, you need to be aware of your surroundings. Don't be alone in parking lots anymore at nighttime. Um, If you feel something is off, whether it is or it isn't, we're given that instinct for a reason. So they really need to just tell someone, I don't feel safe. And no one is going to let you go alone if you say the words out loud. you know?
0: yes, it's just saying the words. I mean, we may feel it. And, you know, internally, you were feeling like something's off with these two guys. And, yeah, but you were like, you know what? And this is we take we give the benefit of the doubt of people. We're like, there's good people. They're not going to do this. They're not going. But when you were telling me about what they've done in like to your friend in Brookline and what they've been doing about the babies crying, yeah. I didn't even know that was going on. I oh,
1: there's that. so much. I mean, there's things people are putting on the back windshield so that women get out of their car and they're like, why is this plastic thing on my windshield wiper? Boom. You know, they're taken in the backseat. You know, like there is, there are so many things out there that people aren't aware of because if it doesn't happen to someone, you know, or you or someone, you know, it's almost like it doesn't happen. Right. It's it doesn't like exist. out of sight, out of mind.
0: Exactly. And that, I mean, this is such... I mean, I have a 21-year-old daughter, and she goes to college, and I tell her all the time. And, you know, they don't don't have that at colleges. They should have self-defense classes at colleges for these girls walking around campus by themselves at night.
1: Right. Well, we're trying, you know, we have so many goals with Whispering Force, like as the years go on, we, you know, we're trying to checklist that all off. And that is one of them is to, you know, when the freshmen come in, you know, to have us be taking Whispering Force sessions with them um, up at the campuses. There's just, there's such a need for it in so many ways from real estate offices, because it's one of the most unsafe um, professions. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they go to closings by themselves at night in different areas areas and this and that. There is such a need for at least some kind of technique and education, you know, just to be able to even buy yourself three seconds of time, if that's what you needed to get away. And people don't realize that.
0: Right. By you pushing that panic button saved your life. Yeah. Because I, you know, and a lot of people say, don't be on your cell phone when you're walking out to your car, unless you're you know, maybe that's going to distract them from coming up to you. But if you're on your cell phone, you're distracted already talking to someone on the phone. So you're getting into your car and that can, they can easily take you right then and there.
1: That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And that's another thing I talk to to all the girls and the women during the class. I'm like, you need to be aware of all your surroundings. Do not have your head down in your phone. You know. Um, try not to walk alone, you know. It's just so many little things you could do to protect yourself. And sometimes people just, you know, they just don't do that. Especially this day and age. They have to text at that moment. They have to see that video on TikTok right there and then. Right. And it's like just get your butt home, you know. I
0: know. I mean I even Tell my daughter, don't go to the bathroom by yourself. I mean, if you're at the yeah. mall or anywhere you go, you should not be in the bathroom by yourself because you just don't know. And you know, they joke about they're like, Oh, you know, but it's no joking matter. Every time I hear about sex trafficking, I'm thinking, Well, I'm going to be, like, you know, I'm older. Nobody is going to bother with me or my daughter. But it's not even about that. I mean, what do you think it's really about with these men trying to, or women, because I've heard of something. Did you hear about this? This was at a, um, when you get off the exit and you go to the bathroom at the, like, the rest stop or somewhere like that, or even at, there was a restaurant, and it was in Pittsburgh, or maybe it was in Ohio. These girls stopped to go in the bathroom, and the mom was with her. And she was uh, the mom was sitting there at the restaurant, and she went in the bathroom. These women cut her hair, uh, gave her a drug to make her pass out, and they were dragging her outside the house, uh, outside the restaurant. Well, the mom saw her walking and she's like, what is she? She caught them. But can you imagine?
1: They were talking about at amusement parks. I won't mention which ones right now, but they were talking about at amusement parks during, especially 2019 um, was a big year for it, where kids were going into bathrooms and someone would go in and give them enough of a drug where they could still walk. But they put a sweatshirt right over them and walked out like they were Basically, like, they were walking out with their own parent, and no one knew that it was that person's child. Wow. It's terrifying. It I mean, is once terrifying. you get a drug in your system, anybody can do anything to you because you can't fight it off. You have to fight it off before they can even get close enough to you to be able to do that.
0: Exactly. And, you know, I... I say sometimes I'm very naive. Like, I, I feel like, well, you know, it's not going to happen to me or nobody's going to do that, but you just don't know. And you're right. You have to be aware. Now, what, what age group would you say that most of your um, class, attendees. attendees at your classes, how old do you think they are?
1: We have had everything that we try to say six and like I've said eight and above, but I also say if your child can pay attention for an hour, um, I'm fine with five or six, as long as they're not running around and they're actually getting something out of it. But honestly, I would say I would say 8 to 18 has been huge. And then a lot of times the moms are also doing it, you know? So it's been all ages. I've, I've loved watching the attendees coming in. We've had everything. We became Girl Scout program partners, um, which was huge. I mean, oh, it's, just, yeah. it's hard to do. <laughs> right. um, so I'm able to offer them, you know, a discounted rate. But then we get everywhere from, you know, the brownies, the cadets, you know, basically, Any of the groups in Girl Scouts. And that's been huge for us, which I absolutely love. And the moms usually come in and take the class with their daughters, too. Because the one thing we say is, whatever you learn here, we're trying to keep simple so you can remember a few techniques instead of, like, eight hours of self-defense. Right. but we want them to practice that at home, you know, so it's good for families to take it. And so it's all women and children. And it's, it's been a, a really a lot of different ages to watch come in the last two years.
0: Yeah. See, I I feel like with that too is you need to go back. Like I did it in high school. I went to an all girls Catholic private school and we had a self-defense, you know, we were all joking back then. It was like, uh, you know, I'm going to do this to you, you know, joking around. I don't even remember anything that we, they taught us. So I feel like that kind of class, a defense class would be something that you should do pretty often. Don't you think?
1: That's what we try to do. We only do it for an hour. like the one thing nowadays is convenience is huge. People won't do something unless it's convenient to their lifestyle. Yes, I mean, you don't even have Sundays anymore with your family because there's games you know I mean? oh yeah, I'm
0: right, I'm right on that, yep, every Sunday. Right. <laughs> It's terrible.
1: Right. So when I decided to make it, I did a pull for it and it did still look like Sunday's was the best day. And I didn't want to mess up people's church schedule or lunch schedule. So we do it from four to five. That's it. Because what we want is we want them to keep coming back. Um, you know, we don't make this expensive. We only teach three or four techniques in that hour so that they really can know those three or four techniques and they're not, you know, questionable of how to use Use it if needed. Um, and then we tell them to keep coming back so we can learn more and you know, more ways to protect yourself and your loved one and things like that. And then we also talk to them. Like I I really talk to them before our instructors do anything um, technique-wise. I tell everyone to close their eyes because that's when they're most honest. Have you ever been fearful, you know, of whether it was someone you knew or someone you didn't know? Did you ever feel like you couldn't defend yourself in a situation? And it's amazing how many people raise their hands. When they think that you know, when they know they're safe from anyone else seeing it, Um, and it's just it just makes you see the need for it so much more. You know, these girls, even little girls, they've been scared.
0: Yeah, I can understand that,
1: and they shouldn't be. So, when you teach them just a few techniques, that no matter how small you are, it's going to give you five to ten seconds to run from the per you know from the the person. That's huge. I mean, that can save your life
0: right there. Oh, yeah, just a couple seconds. I mean, they probably walk out of your classes, Rachel, with so much confidence, and they're able to feel like, you know what? If somebody tries this, I'll be ready. I will be ready. And that's what what a good service that you're providing for everyone. And I'm so sorry you had to go through a situation like that, but I think you're right. It's almost like a wake-up call. And it's a wake up call for me thinking about it right now because I'm thinking, why don't I do self-defense or why doesn't my daughter, why don't we have that, why isn't it already out there enough for people to do? I don't understand that.
1: I didn't understand it either. And I guess that's why I was meant to get this all running together. And, you know, it's so nice because we do sponsorships, too, where small businesses will help us um, give sponsorships. And I go to different shelters and talk to different people in that kind of part of life where I say, whoever is in your shelter, domestic survivors, women and children, let them take the class for free. Let's start an empowering new life for them, getting away from a horrible situation domestically speaking um and so we do sponsorships so that we can offer that also
0: oh that's that's wonderful rachel i'm i'm so so glad you opened up to us and that you called me and contacted me because i would have never known this was even out there now if somebody wants to join your class where would they go is there a website that they would go to
1: yeah it's just whisperingforce.com
0: okay and they can just sign up. Now, where are your locations at?
1: So we, uh, the South Hills ones, one is at the Crown Plaza, right across from South Hills Village Mall. So it's the hotel. Um, we usually have the ballroom or their Allegheny room. So it's really nice. That's been our home location for South Hills. And I'm really excited to announce we just got a North Hills location at the Ross Township Municipal Building. So every month there's going to be a whispering force now, either south or north.
0: Oh, that's going to be great. See, that gives yeah. A lot of because a lot of people it's hard to drive far, but do you also offer do you do remote classes, like will you have somebody be able to just zoom or
1: We have not done that yet. Um, It's something we're looking into. The instructors both have, like one is a martial arts um, you know, instructor and um, his son is a chiropractor. And so the two of them have been doing self-defense for a long time, but again, they have day jobs and certain things. So, you know, it would be coordinating with them to see if we can start a YouTube channel. So that's definitely a goal of ours. But our first goal for 2022 was a second location in a different part of Pittsburgh it
0: already happened. So you I'm, did it. You I'm did excited. it. i Oh, you should be so excited. You should be so proud of yourself for even talking about it and helping other people go through things. Because you're right. This is why I did this spill with me, Jenny D, because I feel like there are a lot of women, children, it could be men, anybody out there that has gone through something traumatic or fearful or that, you know, they can't go to certain places because they just have that fear. But once you get a little bit of confidence and you're able to have some self-defense so that you're not in cornered somewhere, you feel like, you know what? Yeah, you can conquer anything don't you agree? And that's
1: why, that's why we named it what we did because everyone has a story, but they're so quiet to tell their story and that's whispering, but everyone can be a force to be reckoned with, with the right techniques and education. So whispering force was created with that. And then our logo is the butterfly effect butterfly, because it means that small changes equals a greater outcome. And that's all it takes. If you do nothing, then nothing can happen. But even small step, no matter what you're doing, even that one hour cl- class once a month it's huge to be able to protect yourself and your loved ones
0: oh yes exactly oh thank you so much rachel I appreciate. So is welcome. there anything else you wanted to wrap up and say to our listeners no
1: not really i would love for them to share there's actually a facebook um at whispering force so they can also get on there and watch some of our videos uh if you go to the website whisperingforce.com you can basically listen to any podcast including this one will be on there to learn the story again you know be able to share that but really just sharing it and saying you know what, I'm going to get a group of my girls together, you know, and just coming to a class. It's all we ask because we've helped over a thousand in two years. And just knowing they have a couple techniques, you know, that can save their life. That's all I care about.
0: Oh yeah. Right. I mean, you're doing a service where it's not really provided for us. There's nothing out there that we can really go to, to feel secure and that we're able to conquer and go somewhere in the dark and not feel like, you know what, I got this. Two men... One woman, thank my lucky stars that you had that remote and you were able to get out of that situation.
1: Yeah, me too, especially for my own children. You know, and we also have Teresa from Damsel in Defense there, Pittsburgh, and she sells, like, you know, the taser and uh, pepper spray and all kinds of different products to have in your purse to help protect you even more. Right. You know, so we really try to have a group of resources more than just the techniques. And we really want this to be out there more like you said you wouldn't have even known about whispering force. so I don't keep talking about it I'm like come on people don't share it they don't know it exists and to take a self-defense class that's a weekend long or eight hours a day it's fine but it's very hard for people to remember all of that information the right way Um, so we decided to keep it short and sweet and convenient because we know that's how people will keep coming back
0: You got it. You have it so well planned out. And I I just, I thank you. And I am definitely getting my butt to your self-defense class. I would love to do it on a Sunday, especially because I'm in the South Hills. I can definitely come.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly. We would love to have you there.
0: Oh, thank you, Rachel, so much. I feel like your story and what you have built with your team has really inspired me. And I'm sure it's going to inspire other women and children out there to think, you know what? I'm worth it. I am worth defending for myself.
1: That's exactly right. That's all we can hope and pray for.
0: Thank you, Rachel. This was Spill okay, With Okay, thank you, Jenny. Thanks, honey. I'll probably see you soon. This that was sounds Spill... wonderful. <laughs> this was Spill With Me, Jenny D. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me with Spill With Me, Jenny D. You can be anonymous, planning on having guest speakers And let's have a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. This is still with me, Jenny D.